Have you ever noticed that podcasts are a little like sharks? When they stop swimming, they die, and they can both smell blood from a mile away. So in the spirit of keeping swimming, I'd like to introduce you to TOS Plus. Putting my business pants on for a second, TOS Plus is our new premium membership thingamajig. It's the all-access pass to a growing library of exclusive horror, sci-fi, and WTF audio fiction, along with access to the regular TOS weekly stories in higher quality, a week early, and ad-free. Once again, that's exclusive episodes, ad-free, a week early, and higher quality audio. You'll also get access to the brand new TOS Plus Vault, where you can grab our ebooks, comics, and desktop wallpapers and all sorts of stuff. All of this is available today via our Patreon campaign, which includes juicy extras like Discord access, audiobooks, and merch. And if you're an Apple user, you can subscribe directly via the Apple Podcasts app. We're now in our eighth year of the podcast, and we've got so many cool projects on the boil none of which would be possible without the ongoing support of our listeners, specifically our premium subscribers, our super-powered patrons, and the many multi-dimensional voodoo priests air-guitaring to the TOS intro jingle. For more, head over to theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Once again, that's theotherstories.net forward slash plus. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> We've been in the podcast business for quite a while now. We started small with a zero budget. We made tons of mistakes along the way, but we only made those mistakes so that you don't have to. So whether you're just starting out on your writing or your podcasting journey, or you've been in the game for a while and you're looking for some assistance in upping your skills, head over to theotherstories.net forward slash services to find out what we offer. Today's episode is Sharon's Loss, Our Gain, written by Donna J.W. Monroe and narrated by Justin Fife. Hades, Summerland, Hell, Magmel, Hell. 
all names for the place from here to there. We wait on the shore for the old ferryman to collect us, coins rustling under our tongues. I watch the others, injuries from the war still weeping red blood, lifeblood. We said and were so happy to spill it for king, country, flag, soil. But here in the shade, those enemies of mine look an awful lot like me. A nod to the nearest, an Athenian, I think, by the owl on his shield. But it's been so long. The coinless souls pass through, moaning, wading into the river. Already reedy, thin spirits, caught in the torrent of misty abandon. They will not see the other side. We soldiers were taught to be patient. Our reward is across that water, not in it. I croak out to the Athenian next to me. How long has it been? He startles. The sound of my voice cuts the animated mist curling around us like fingers, and I regret the words. He has no reply. The eye of the underworld, a twin to the bright moon we'd left back in life, leers down on us, a shadowless white. No face of wisdom peering down from the heavens, just a vast, bright, unblinking orb, never turning away, never replaced by the sun. How I miss warmth. But I stand at attention, even as the fools with no coin jostle each other to enter the shore. They cannot pass without the honor of money for the ferryman, blessed if he'd come. The mists whisper to me, cold as ice in my ear canal. There is nothing. Heron is a monster. Turn back, for the way is long, terrible. She doesn't remember. I stiffen my back and rattle my pike against my shield. Even if the voices say what is true, I earn my spot in the boat. Hades, take them. I will make my way to the Elysian fields, to my love whose name is Honeysuckle on a spring breeze, found and lost as quick as it comes. But I'll know her when I see her again. He comes! The warrior next to me utters words that in the dusty pipe of his throat are cracked against the edges of his strain to be heard. In the distance, the peak of gray bough breaks the wall of mist. Pointed prow cuts the brackish sticks, parting the flowing souls screaming beneath the river's cold surface. The wake sounds like sighs. The lapping pole Heron wields to push it sounds like a sword sheathed in guts. My guts, dead as they are, clenched as the figure of him emerges from the dark that hides what all my life I'd been told would be a cruel boatman, one with little skin and less heart for those who call him. A simple delivery man with no time for pity. I'd been told at Grandas knee before the first wooden training sword had been put in my tiny fist. But Granda had been wrong. The mists parted, and at the keel, a wondrous woman stood. Hair as bright summer day, and burning with ebony skin so dark it shone bright against the matted shadows. A woman like I'd never seen but one of the soldiers named her. Menhit! He breathed and fell to his knees, holding up his hands nearly as dark as hers, a Nubian by his bow and reed chestplate, praying to what he thought was his goddess. 
The woman shook her head at him, but tipped her head up just the same, proud of the comparison, maybe. The boat shushed up to the shore, parting the wet rocks with more force than I'd imagined a boat propelled by one being might have. But death's creatures all had strength from the earth and the minerals. Unbreakable were they. The other scrambled aboard, offering her coin, but I waited, watched. Finally, with all the warriors with coin on board, she turned to me. Where is Heron? I asked. She smiled, teeth so white against the blackness of her silken skin. Face built strong and beautiful, bald head decked with a black feather crown. Clothed as a man, but not a man. She pulled a bone pipe from her pocket and shoved a pinch of something into the bowl. Then, with a snap, a flame hung above the pipe, lighting it. The soft red light of what was burning glared at me, made me feel unclean. Heron is dead. I pushed him into the river and took his job. The other warriors in the boat whispered behind their hands. I shook my head. That can't be true. Heron is eternal. She laughed at me. Light crackling from her fingers clenched around the boat's pole. She wiped at her eyes like what I'd said was the entertainment she'd had, like I'd made her cry with joy. That stung, and I turned from her. The others on the shore, those without coin, jostled toward her boat. Too many souls for such a small craft, but she laughed. <laughs> I'll take you all, my loves, coin or no. I am the new messenger for death. I'll take you away to a different afterlife than the one that waits here. They streamed on board, happy for a chance to have something other than an eternity of wandering the marshy shores of the Styx or sinking into the water to become a wraith, wailing for without relief. I was a soldier with patience to spare. Will you not come, Cretan? She asked me. Words whistling through teeth clenched around the bone pipe. There's always room for a warrior such as you where we're going. The girl who waited for me, with honeysuckle and breath whose name I couldn't remember, had kept me standing there for so long. But here stood a live goddess whose name didn't matter because she was the wind and the boat and the moon. And she smiled with all the power of her sex and creation and life and death. And she wanted me to follow her. Part of me knew riding in her boat to her afterlife would cost more than the bit of metal biting under my tongue with its bitter tang. I spat it into my palm. Why should I, goddess? Who are you to me? I await Heron as my mother and father did. The goddess in the boat moved slender hands out to block the others from returning to the shore. Doubts built on my words and the fears they had about doing the wrong thing written on their faces. I'll tell you all who I am. I'm Von Shi, the unworshipped. Heron, old fool that he is, isn't Dead. He bet me that I couldn't get all the souls on the shore to willingly come with me. 
He's He's never never given me any respect. But listen here, warrior. She balled up her fists. I'm not just some demigod under those dead things across the river. No. She turned to the shades huddled in the far end of the boat and flared light from one palm to the other, projecting promises to them. I offer you life instead of this half-death. What do you have waiting for you across the river? Then she turned back to me, smile wide and bright against the gloom. What about you, Cretan? What awaits for you? The Furies? I see death on your hands, dripping heart blood, garlands of guts. You fight as divas sing, without care for convention or niceties. You blister through your enemies, singing your own prayers with whistling sword and thumping flesh. I nod. The Elysian fields were a long shot for one like me. My sweet girl whirled around there in the sun, never tasting the blood of a comrade's throat spray or sweating red gouts that burn helmeted face. I have a debt, I hedged, squeezing the bronze coin in my palm until my skin tore under the pressure. There are no guarantees, goddess. Ah, Cretan, she said, stepping from the boat, dark foot outlined in the light against the black onyx sand of the beach. I have a guarantee. Let me whisper it to you. She leaned in and the sweet of her breath drove away the stench of rot inside my nose. Gods, she was beautiful. Strong muscled with long fingers and eyes as bright as the false moon. Brighter. I offer you life again, Cretan. Heron is a fool to think he could keep me. And my father was a fool to give me to him as wife. Diplomacy, my ass. I'll not live here in the dark with a delivery boy for a husband when I should be a goddess worshipped on my own. Her words swelled up from her rippling stomach, salted with her anger and strength, and I savored them, trembled next to such purity, such indignant power. Cretan. I'll abandon this place, return to the world above to rule it. The years have passed, goddess. People don't believe anymore. And it was true. The souls that made their way to the shore more often spoke of some horned god named Satan and a savior called Jesus than they did of the old ones who ruled the bits of earth given to them in the beginning. She grabbed me by the shoulders and clutched deep, digging sharp nails into my flesh, and I nearly groaned at the pleasure of feeling a thing, really tasting pain and not just ambiguous, tasteless pressure. I would wake them up, Cretan. The world above is dead. It just doesn't know it. But I'm not just a goddess of death and passage like Heron. I will beat some sense into them, and they will remember, and they, like you, 
will live again. Before him, she reared up, bigger than any dream he'd heard in his mind, so full of power that he could only nod. You'll come? Yes, I said, and stepped past her into the boat. She threw back her head and shrieked with joy, and in a distance, the rock ceiling cracked and fell into the glassy surface of the sticks. She shrank back to normal, still the most powerful being I'd seen, and stepped back into the boat. Hang on, generals. The world will soon be ours. She spread her arms and lifted us free of the river, floating above the desolate shore and up into the moon's twin eye. As we passed from the underworld into the above, just before we unleashed our fury on a stupefied world, she spoke in a voice bigger than the sky and spoke to all the people in all the worlds they knew and had known. But what she said was older than the moon itself. Now I am become death, destroyer of worlds. And as they screamed, my sword started singing beside her. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. Sharon's Loss, Our Gain, written by Donna J.W. Munro, narrated by Justin Fife, edited by Duncan Muggleton, with music by Duncan Muggleton and Tom Robson, and sound effects provided by freesound.org. The episode illustration is provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. If you'd like to see more of Donna J.W. Monroe's work, head over to DonnaJWMonroe.com, and that's Donna spelled D-O-N-N-A. You can also follow her on Twitter at, at DonnaJWMonroe. Also be sure to follow Justin Fife over on Twitter at, at JustinB5, and that's Fife spelled F-I-F-E. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can help support the show over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. You can join our book club, movie club and writing exercises over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hawk and cleaver. T-shirts, mugs, posters and comic books are available at gumroad.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Once again, get help with your short stories and your podcasts by heading to theotherstories.net forward slash services. The Other Stories is a production of the Story Studio Hawk and Cleaver and is brought to you with a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means share the hell out of it. So, until next time. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.